They give me a gift every week before I speak. It's just the, it's the most wonderful thing. Keeps me coming back every week. No, I'm just, this is for you, but we, I'll put that there for now. <laughs> well, thank you for coming today. This is phenomenal. We're so grateful for all of you that are willing to serve in the realm of uh, politics, which is a precarious job description today. And uh, I want to just encourage you all, I'm going to read a scripture in just a moment, and, uh, but first I need to talk about the pink elephant in the room. And the pink elephant in the room is, what in the world is a church doing uh, inviting political candidates to come out and to be part of a service? Aren't there supposed, isn't there supposed to be a separation between church and state? Well, it's funny you should ask that, um, because... Uh, you know, God actually has an opinion about these things. And uh, I just want you to know, above all things, that God is for you and not against you in your office and your role of wanting to be serving in this community. And uh, that's just an incredible thing. You know, God really uh, has established that in every nation, there are really kind of seven realms in which the Word of God speaks to, uh, sometimes very specifically and sometimes indirectly. But these seven realms really govern uh, the health of a nation. I'm just going to move this so I can see you guys a little bit better over here. We'll put it back in a moment. Um, And those seven realms are this. They're education, media, business, the arts, the church, family, and lastly, government. Do you know the Word of God actually speaks or both directly and indirectly to these seven strategies of the health of a nation, that really for any nation to be healthy, God has uh, instructions and support and strength for each one of these areas. And so governments is a very important area in terms of building and maintaining order, order and justice in every nation. So justice is really doing what is right, and order is maintaining that right doing in a community. And so your role is very, very critical, and uh, we want to thank you for being willing to serve in this way. Let me read this scripture to you to tell you kind of your main job description according to God. Here it is, because you are committing to an office of servanthood. Romans 13 in the Bible says this, every person must submit to and support the authorities over them. For there can be no authority in the universe except that which God has appointed, which means that every authority that exists has been instituted by God. So to resist authority is to resist the divine order of God, which results in severe consequences. For civil authorities don't intimidate those who are doing good, but those who are doing evil. So do what is right, and you'll never need to fear those in authority. They will commend you for your good citizenship. Those in authority are God's servants for the good of society. There's your job description. Those in authority are God's servants for the good of society. And that's really what God is calling you to today. This is what you're entering into is a position of servanthood. You know, I've traveled uh, different parts of the world, and I can tell you emphatically There are parts of the world where um, the corruption in the nation caused by leaders who don't act as servants is very real. (laughs) 
and uh, the disruption of what God's intention for a nation comes when people don't take their rightful responsibilities and roles within the different various parts of the nations. And so you're calling and you're being called into an office of servanthood. And I want you to know that's how we see your position and that's why we hold you up and support you every week in prayer. The text said this, for the one in authority is God's servant for good. For good. And that's an incredible job description. That when you understand that those that are willing to walk in the office of government are stepping into a role of servanthood. And God is saying, if they will be willing to do that, I'm telling you, I will support them and I will hold them up and I will help them in that office. Well, what should that look like? What should that office look like? Funny you should ask, Jesus actually answers that as well. Here's what it says in Mark chapter 10, Jesus is speaking. Those recognized as rulers of the people and those who are at the top of the leadership positions uh, rule oppressively over their subjects, but this is not the example you are to follow. You are to lead by a different model. If you want to be the greatest, then live as one called to serve others. The path to promotion comes by having the heart of a bond slave who serves everyone. For even the Son of Man did not come to ex expecting to be served by everyone, but to serve everyone and to give his life as a ransom price for the salvation of many. See, Jesus' desire for the world is he said, I've come to give life and life abundant, but the thief comes to kill, rob, and destroy. So those that are in positions of government and governing over nations, really their job is to keep anything that kill, robs, and destroys the good intentions of God from harming the nation and harming the people. It's quite an empowerful position that God has called those that are in electoral responsibilities. It's quite a powerful position that God is calling you to. You know, you are called to protect and allow the abundant life that God ordains for Alberta and for Sturgeon County and for Mournville. You are called to help that abundant life to be maintained and to grow and to flourish in this community, in this region. That's an incredible, incredible calling that God has placed on your life. And I'm going to tell you, never before in my lifetime of 50-some years um, have I seen a more incredible need for godly leadership. And what I mean by godly, that's not that you go to church. It means that your heart is to serve. Your heart is to serve your community. We have never seen it more than in this last season of our life. You see, true leadership, everybody needs to understand, is a great paradox in life. And you just need to get this. This is what you're signing up for. You ready for it? I'm gonna tell you your job description. Here we go. Uh, you get to do what is right and not necessarily popular. Hmm. You will make decisions, just letting you know, some will applaud and others will loathe. The loathers will let you know that they loathe. And the applauders will not let you know that they know. Every motive you have will be scrutinized and every decision you make. 
I mean, just letting you know, you're going to spend hours in council meetings, more hours reading reports and preparing for meetings, more hours going to community and municipal events representing this town region, and inevitably someone will complain about the minimal pay you will receive, receive for that privilege. That's how it's going to go. And you just need to understand this is the office you're entering into. Mother Teresa had these paradoxical commandments on her wall and I thought I would read them to you. You've probably seen them many times, but I like them. It says, people are unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of being selfish, having ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, that you will win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you're honest and frank, people may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight, build anyway. If you f find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous, but be happy anyway. The good you do today, people may often forget tomorrow, but do good anyway. Give the world your best that you have, and it may never be enough, but give the world the best you've got anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it is between you and your God. It was never between you and them anyway. That's a good one. I have that on my wall, and sometimes I have to read it more than once a day because the role of leadership, whether it be in government or in any part of the world today, is a very difficult role today because of the challenges that are facing us as a world and in society. So you may want to turn to the candidate next to you and say, in light of all this, I hope that you win. <laughs> it just... If you get up and leave, we won't think less of you. <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know, I'm going to tell you one of the other uh, more incredible things, I think, about um, people that are willing to run for political office. As of tomorrow night, some of you will not be elected. But what you're doing, you're, you're so much given to serving this community that even if you're not elected, what an incredible risk you have taken. And you're saying, I'm willing to allow the community of people that I serve to choose my destiny for the next four years in terms of serving. That's an incredible thing that you're doing. And so I honor you, those that will be elected, and I honor you, those that are not elected, because you are truly acting as servants in this hour. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to give you a moment to just introduce yourself. Now that I've laid out your job description of servanthood, don't worry, I'm going to tell the congregation watching online and those that are gathered here what their job is in a moment. But uh, you're going to be able to come up and introduce yourself, the position you're running for, and, and uh, maybe how long you've been in Sturgeon County or in Mournville area. If you campaign, I've told the church to not vote for you. It, it's only 500 votes, so you, you can decide if that's important. And then, uh, then we'll talk a little bit more after that. But uh, Lorraine's going to help you guys get organized, and we're going to just have them come. Why don't we give the candidates a hand? And Oh, hang on. Thank you for giving a hand. But I'm, I'm going to just say, do not applaud for single candidates. You may have somebody you really love and you're going to vote for, and you want to wait till the end, till everybody's introduced themselves, and then we'll do that, okay? So...
hang on here, we're going to get this mic set up again. And you can take your masks off because we've got this little splatter screen, so nobody's going to get affected by you. There you go. Good morning, and uh, thanks for having me. My name's Barry Turner, uh, running for uh, re-election as uh, Mournville's uh, mayor. Um, about myself, uh, born in Cold Lake, moved to Hinton, uh, and then uh, finally to Mournville in 1988. So I've uh, been a part of this community for 33 years, raised three kids, married a lifelong born and raised uh, Mournville girl, and uh, you know, what else can I say? Uh, Mournville's home, and, and uh, we love it here, and uh, probably be here for uh, many more years to come. And with that, I uh, just wanted to say thanks uh, very much to the Father's House uh, for this opportunity. You know, uh, been here a number of times and been a part of celebrations, and it does uh, feel a, a little bit like coming home each and every time. So, um, always appreciative for the, uh, the service that uh, the Father's House does in the community and uh, recognize that as well. So, Barry Turner, running for mayor. That's a hard act to follow up. Um, my name is Rebecca Belanco. I am uh, running for re-election. I have proudly called Morinville home for the last 19 years. Uh, my husband and I have raised three children here. We love our community. Um, I uh, originally moved from Ontario and then to Edmonton and was um, pretty excited actually to raise a family here in our community. Um, I wanted to just quickly share a line that has uh, meant a lot to me, um, certainly over the last four years, because it's not always easy. But a life, living, a life ser lived serving others is one truly worth living. I certainly feel that way about um, being here in your congregation. Um, when I was written to by Michaela uh, offering this up this time around, I was quite excited because um, four years ago when I stood in front of everybody and asked for that um, and, and was able to join at the uh, cultural center, not only was it met with tears, but I felt that this was community. This is what community stands for. This is what community does, and it was my absolute favorite part of the campaign, and it's a beautiful way to end it. So thank you very much for having me here today. Hi, my name's Alan Otway. I'm running for town council. Um, I've been in Mournville for six years now. Um, I'm married for 47 years, and uh, thank God every day that she asked me. <laughs> so, uh, we have three kids, uh, all in the greater Edmonton area. Our daughter is actually in Sunday school right now. Um, and my granddaughter is there as well, and we have two other grandchildren. And uh, I'm most appreciative today that uh, I got to come in early from the parking lot detail because it's cold out there. Good morning. Thanks for having us here today and having a Canada Day. I'm, uh, my name is Simon Borsma and I'm running as mayor 
uh, for the town of Mournville. I moved here uh, 2006. We moved our company here in 2005. Um, part of the community and really thank each one of you for allowing me to be part of our community and to be able to serve. Thank you very much. Good morning and uh, thank you for having me out here today. Uh, my name is Ray White, I'm running for Mournville Town Council. Uh, I moved to Mournville in 1973 and my wonderful wife Lisa moved here in 1971. So we've been here for a, a long time and uh, I'm not gonna say too much more because I don't wanna lose the 500 votes that the pastor talked about. <laughs> so th thank you so much for having me out today and I really appreciate it. Good morning, I'm Wayne Gatza. I moved to Morinville in 1995 when I was transferred here uh, by the Canadian Armed Forces. I uh, came to Morinville, um, been here ever since, um, and I'm running for town council because I love to serve. Thank you very much. Oh, it feels good to take this off. Uh. I am Nicole Baudestein and I am seeking re-election for town council. I have been in Mournville since I was eight, and I'm 52, so just over 40, you know, if I wanted to hide my age. Um, I, my husband, Greg Baudestein, is here with me today. Thank you for inviting us. I also have to thank him for his love and support throughout the last four weeks. Hasn't been easy. We've been, um, you know, very supportive, and, and I thank him very much. I love him with all my heart, and I love my community, and I thank you very much again for having us. It is nice to take that off. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sarah Hall. Um, I've lived in Mournville with my family for the last 11 years. I've had the pleasure of raising my four children here. Two are now adults and have left the nest, which is very odd for me. Um, I'm very lucky to have a partner, my partner Ping, who supports me no matter what I do. He's that strong, silent type that never holds me back. So that is something that I deeply appreciate in my life. I also appreciate the people I get to work with, and the opportunities that families have here in Morinville. And that is why I'm so dedicated to serving my community. And whether or not re-election happens for me, it will never stop, because Morinville is a wonderful place. So thank you for having me here today, and blessings to you all. probably the first time you've seen so many politicians muzzled. We've probably been waiting for years to see that. My name is Stephen Dafo. Uh, I'm running for my third term on Morinville Town Council. Uh, like Councillor Belanco, I was born and raised in Ontario, Belleville, Ontario. Like the mayor, the first, uh, first place I lived when we moved to Alberta was Hinton. We lived there for four years, came to Morinville, been here for 15 years this past summer. I told my wife a couple of months after we got here, the next time I move is in a pine box. I love the town, I love the people in the town, and I love that you've given us all this opportunity today. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm Jen Ann Helliger. 
Um, here with my husband and my three kids, ABC, Adam, Blake, and Charlotte. Uh, we've been in Mournville for 11 years now. And uh, I just would like to thank everybody for welcoming us here today. Everybody welcomes us with such kindness and joy and open hearts. And that's truly a wonderful thing to be part of. Um, I, we've been in Mournville 11 years. And uh, over that time, I've spent a lot of time just spent forming a really strong bond with my community. And because of that bond, it was important for me to find a way to serve further and do more. And that's why I'm here today. So I'm running for a councillor position. And uh, thank you again for having me. And I hope we have some time to chat afterwards. Thank you, everybody. Good morning. Uh, last but not least, um, my name is Maurice Saint-Denis. Uh, my family moved here in uh, the spring of 1986. Uh, so I was five years old at that point. Um, uh, I convinced my beautiful wife, Melissa, to, to move to Mournville 11 years ago next month. Uh, we have two busy boys, Everett and Emerson, who are here for the first time. Uh, I'm running for the very first time uh, for Mournville Town Council. Um, and I guess the one thing I will say is that regardless of the outcome, um, I've actually had the good fortune of meeting a lot of you on the campaign trail, uh, including Peter, which was just sort of a chance encounter. And, uh, a few weeks ago when he actually invited me to, uh, to the service a couple weeks ago, so it was the first time that I had ever been here. And um, I will say, and I've told this to Melissa and to a lot of our friends, that uh, this was the first time that I really felt such a strong sense of, of community in Mournville over the last couple years just because of the isolation and the disconnect. So anyways, um, thank you so much for inviting our family and making us feel so very welcome. Thank you. Awesome. Let me move that. Now, the thing is, um, not everybody gets one of these special gift bags, so I have to tell the church what's in it. Because there's some things that you need to know. Uh, we, we didn't put this in, but if you didn't get one of these, you can grab one at the coffee bar, which is just the story of how this church got here. I know many of you have gotten this before, so we didn't put it in your bag, but you can grab one at the coffee bar. It's really well done and just kind of shares the whole journey. So grab one of those. And then um, a letter from me, which is one day going to be very valuable. <laughs> Probably not. So just read it and you can do whatever you want. Um, we have a gift card from Higher Grounds. Just to say thank you, go and have a coffee on us and for those of you that don't know, Higher Grounds is a ministry of our church, and uh, the Higher Grounds coffee, coffee Bar, which is run by uh, Rick Melvin, does a phenomenal job there. But all the proceeds from that coffee bar go back into our community, and so we just love uh, having that as a part of our service of our church family. And then a couple things for you for reminders. So here we go, hang on. It, because it's Halloween, we got you some Halloween candy. But we got you a Mr. Big bar, just to remind you that you're not Mr. Big, but God is, okay? So whether you think you're Mrs. Big or Mr. Big, you're not, and there it is, so that's yours. And 
some Smarties because you're going to need them uh, for the role that you have and a really nice coffee mug. Okay, there you go. Amen. Let's give them a hand, everybody. <laughs> they can't help but clap. They just love to honor people. It's a huge value of our church, and so we are so thankful. Well, I told you your job, which is to serve, that God is going to hold you up and call you to a position of servanthood, but here's our job now, church family. Here's our job, those watching online. We are called to an office of support. Our text said this, for civil authorities don't intimidate those who are doing good, but those who are doing evil. So do what is right, and you'll never fear those in authority. The word submit is a very uh, uh, potent word. We don't like that word. We feel it's a bad word, but actually it's a God word. It's an incredible word because it just, it, it's literally broken into two uh, understandings. This is our calling. We are called to support you. And that's what the word submission means. The word sub just means to subordinate oneself and to place oneself underneath and to lift that person up or that system up. And mission is a specific task to which a person or group is charged. So submission is to support and serve someone in their God-given assignment. That's a beautiful word. So, you know, the Bible says that, you know, husbands love your wives. So every wife says, I support you in loving me. I support you in dying to yourself so that you can love me even better. I mean, it's a great thing, this submission thing. And so we're, this is what we're called to do. We're called to make your job easier. We're called to make your burden lighter. We're called to honor you. We're called to show up tomorrow and vote. Amen? You say, Pastor, I already voted. Well, I understand. Thank you for doing that. Keep going. I want this to be the greatest number of votes that have ever happened in a, in a municipal election this year. That's my prayer, that more and more people will get out and support what's going on. And we're to hold you up and support you. I want you to know that that's something that we do. Primarily, our role is to be good citizens, but also this is one of our primary responsibilities, church, is to pray for those in authority. Listen to this. The first thing I want you to do, pray every way you know how for everyone you know. Pray especially for the rulers and their governments to rule well so we can live quietly, about, be about our business, living simply in humble contemplation. Isn't that a good thing? If we pray for those in authority, you know, the blessing will flow down to us that we can live in peace. How many of you know Canada is a peacekeeping nation? And I feel like the peace has been disrupted in this nation in the last several years uh, very badly. And so part of what we have been praying for continually in church is just for unity and peace to reign in our land. Unity and peace. It's so important. There's a great quote here from one of the presidents of the United States, Franklin Roosevelt. This is what he said. I ask that our people devote themselves in the continuance of prayer as we rise to each new day and again when each day is spent. Let the words of prayer be on your lips. That's a good thing for us to understand. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We as a church family pray a lot. Um, 
and we pray a lot. We pray for every aspect of this community. Remember I mentioned those seven pillars at the beginning? Do you know that every single week now for uh, 17 years, every day we have prayer in this church, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then many special times of prayer. We pray for our businesses in this community. We pray for the prosperity of this region. We pray for education. We pray for teachers. We pray for first responders. We pray for our civil governments uh, on Mondays, and we pray for our federal governments on Thursdays. We pray for first responders on Mondays. We, we cover every aspect of this community in prayer. And we don't do that because we're super spiritual. We do that because we're super weak. And we need God's help. <laughs> and so just know that you are covered in prayer. And if you ever have a need in prayer in your family or in a municipal decision that needs to be made, you can email us and we will take that seriously. We will bring that before the Father on a continual basis praying for you. And I know it's been a difficult few years. Uh, it's been a very hard <laughs> It's been harder for politicians. Uh, you're not well-liked right now. And um, I apologize for that. I don't think there's been a fair understanding of people on the difficulty of leaders face today. And one of the things that you know we need to shape in our community understanding, I think one of the problems in our world today is leaders who are unwilling to be servants, but it's also citizens who are unwilling to be supportive. And so for as a pastor, my heart is constantly to call our church to live in that realm of support, to constantly hold up people that are willing to serve in this way. You know, for those of you that are about to take a leadership role, you have an incredible responsibility to serve and to have incredible understanding because uh, people's nerves are frail right now. Stuff has happened in our time, in the last two years in particular, that has created and caused great dissension. One of the things that we deal with in the family setting, uh, in our church continually, and the heartbreaking journey that we've w witnessed has been watching families divided right now, watching uh, loved ones that have gone into the hospital and not being able to be visited, doing funerals without family members being able to be present. Those are incredibly stressful times. And just to bless you as leaders and bless our congregation as people, in the midst of these complications and difficulties, we're not alone. We need to stand together. We need to be a community of people that not only support those who choose to serve as leaders in our community, but we need to support one another as proper citizens in this hour and uh, doing what God has called us to do. Amen. So really the prayer is this, may we be a community of leaders who live as servants and of citizens who serve and support one another through every difficult time that we face. Amen? Because that brings glory to God. I want God to be able to look at Mournville and Sturgeon County and say, I'm going to smile on that community because of their unity because of their desire to serve one another and to love one another. And by the way, love is not 
oh, I love you. Love is, I really don't like what you're doing, but I choose to support you and love you anyway. This is the heavy lifting hour relationally, church. This ain't life, this ain't the light weights anymore. This is the heavy lifting that we hold one another up. Amen? Amen. Well, we're going to support you and stand with you, and we're going to close this service simply by praying for you. We have prayed for God's will to be done in this election. We're going to pray for you to have wisdom and courage as you lead, to have understanding with the varied and very difficult decisions that you're going to face. We've prayed for you and will pray for you to have unity as a team, however and whoever is going to be in that office as of tomorrow night. We are praying for you to have unity, wisdom, understanding, to know that God's heart is a heart of prosperity for this region that he has blessing and abundance for you. And again, if you ever need specific prayer, just email our administration or myself. Let us know and we would be glad to support you. So we're going to do something right now. I'm going to ask you all to stand, all of those candidates that are here. And uh, why don't we just honor all these people that are willing to serve at this time. Let's give them another hand. Amen. I'm going to ask the congregation to stand now, and I'm just going to ask you to kind of direct your hands toward them. It's just a symbol and a sign that we are blessing you. We are placing the hand of God upon you and praying for you. Let's pray together for these incredible servants of the Lord. So, Father, we thank you for those that are willing to serve in the office of uh, political leadership in our community, God. God, they often do thankless tasks for hours. And I say thank you for them, Father God. I thank you for the hard and heavy lifting of having to make difficult decisions. I pray that they will have the Spirit's wisdom and understanding. God, I pray that when there is difficulties within the council decisions, that there will be honest conversations that lead to life and not uh, lead to brokenness or hurt, God. Father, we pray for incredible unity that they might go forward, God, Lord, wherever there is unity, your word says that you command your blessing. And so, Lord, I pray that this is the most unified uh, group of people working together in Mournville this year, just incredibly the next four years, serving this region, serving this community, Father God. And I pray that our community will greatly prosper, not only in wealth, but in health, God, in peace, in prosperity, God, true uh, a heart for just the goodness of God to be across this community, a sense of peace and wholeness in this community, Father God. And we thank you for these incredible servants. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. One more hand for them, church family, amen. The candidates are going to be lingering around if you have any questions for them, uh, but you're free to go and grab a coffee. We're not going to have a song at the end here. Sorry, guys. Thank you. And uh, we just are so thankful that you're here. And if you have any questions of us, we, do, we can answer those. If you need prayer, there will be some people that are at the cross for you to pray, and you can go there with them if you need to go for prayer right now. God bless you, church.
And uh, make sure you're kind to these people that are serving. And if you have any questions of them, make sure you ask them. God bless you and God bless you.